0: And wednesday with dr hancock how to win pursuing what god says in his word um, i want to start with james 1 where it says james the servant of god and of the lord jesus christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad greeting my brethren count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation knowing this that the trying of your faith work the patience but let patience have a perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God to give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with the burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that is doing temptation, For when he is tried, he shall be received the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. So there's so much in here. You keep in mind that if you like me, you never really had patience. God is working on that. So when you don't have patience, what the Holy Spirit allow is, or what God allow is situations to come up to work on your patience for years, for years and years. I always felt like, okay, you know what? I wanted things done to win. I want it done. And if that be the case, sometimes stuff is done prematurely. And if you're not ready to receive that, that is not going to help you win in the word of God. So God is the perfect father. He's the perfect confidant. He's the perfect counselor. He is perfect in all His ways. And that's what the word of God declares. So being in the perfect or the permissive will of God, there are certain things that he will allow, but then there are other things that he will, will not allow. Why? Because I'm not ready. Why? Because you're not prepared. Not only that, that's a certain mindset. The word of God tells us that he'll keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. So when you're winning in God, that means you're keeping your mind, regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of what's going on in any area of your life, you're keeping your mind stayed on God. That is how you're going to win in God. You got to make sure that regardless, your eye gate don't deceive you. Your, Your mind don't deceive you. He said he'll keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. So what does that mean? Distractions are going to come. Distractions are designed to distract you, not to hold you. But so many times, according to the kind of distraction we get, we are stuck and we become stuck. But the word of God tells us the trials come to make us strong, but we don't associate with what we're going through with getting stronger. And we got to make sure we make the necessary connection so the Holy Spirit can guide us to all truth because you can win and you will win in the word of God. You got to do it God's way. If you do it God's way, then you're going to win because he's already designed it. It is a fixed fight. Your life is already patterned. All you have to do is, is walk out what God is saying. It does not matter what it looked like. It does not matter what it feels like. What matters is we keep our minds stayed on the word of God and the Holy Spirit guide us to all truth. And when we have that, we already know that we're going to win in the word of God. Now we got Titus 3 and 3. It says, For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice, envy, hateful, and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appear. So yes, outside of Christ, there is nothing we won't do but inside of Christ, the Holy Spirit is there. He's standing at the, at the doorpost of our heart. In addition to the Holy Spirit in us, guiding, to, guiding us to all truth, the Word of God tells us that they are angels designed to guard us, to protect us, to fight for us, to rage in battle for us. In addition to that, it tells us that as we speak the Word of God, the angels, Go and perform the very word of God in our lives. What does that mean? You have to stand in agreement with the word of God. And when you stand in agreement with the word of God, oh, it has no other choice but to work out for you. But what happens? We get distracted. People. People. Life. Situations. And those situations are coming to make you strong. But because you don't see it, the way the Holy spirit is trying to share it with you and the way God has said it's designed. Now we'll focus on our carnal man. We'll focus on our carnal man because we have gotten out of the spirit because of what we are going through. And now we just want that thing to just, Oh my God, I just needed to be okay. Well, it's already okay. You just have to walk out what God is saying to you. Okay. He said, First Corinthians fourteen and one. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification, exhort, and comfort. So just keep in mind that when anybody is prophesying to you, they are prophesying of what God has already told you. I believe, I believe when you spend time in the presence of God and you have your relationship and you develop that relationship with Christ, when the word of prophecy come forth, it's already confirming what you already been talking to God about in your secret closet. Nothing catches God by surprise, but you have to have your own soul salvation. You got to work it out yourself and you got to develop that relationship so many times people that are in church, those of us that are in church, we don't really develop, especially if you're in a big ministry, develop your personal relationship. You ain't nothing's going to catch God by surprise. That's right. Nothing will catch him by surprise, but don't you be deceived and thinking that you fooling God by falling after patterns and not having a personal relationship. Because in the end, the word of God tells us that no one can come to the father, but by the son. So what if you don't know the son? then you're definitely not going to get to the Father. How do you you know the Son? Well, you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, and then you get in church so you can hear the Word, so the Word can get in your heart that we might not sin against God. So, yes, you can pursue by doing things the way God said, but the society is teaching us that we want it quick and we want it fast, but you have to quiet the noise in your head. You have to make that decision and decide to do it God's way. It's not about the microwave. It's about doing it God's way. So you will never be at that point again. So if you decide to do it your way, just understand understand you want to do it god's way now you can bow now you can bow later but let's understand this one thing for sure you will bow he's the author and the finisher of our faith and nothing is going to deter what his word said he said because before his word fell heaven and earth will pass away And he is bound by his word. So many times people blame God foolishly. It's not that God is bound by his word as well. Just like we are bound by the word of God. Just like the angels are bound by the word of God. God, he cannot override his word, his word, his word. And that's why he left the Holy spirit. So the Holy spirit can help us and guide us to all truth. But so many times we just become emotional creatures and we just listen. We just emotional. We just emotional, our eye gate, our ear gate, and what we allow people to say to us, it changes everything. But when you can make that decision that, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. You know what, I'm going to check my eye gate. And when there's something I see wrong, I'm going to correct it with my mouth gate. And when you decide to do that, it changes everything. So, yes, you can pursue what God is saying in your life and in His Word. You can pursue and you can win. As a matter of fact, if you pursue, and you win, you will always beat out everybody that's not pursuing in God and not winning in God. Uh, You can't look at them. You can't look at their, the word tells us to rejoice with those that rejoice. Okay, you don't look at people and envy them because you don't know what their story is. You can pursue and you can win the way God says you can win. It might not be the fashionably correct thing, but yes, it is. It really is because again, this world, will deceive you and keep in mind the whole purpose of the enemy is to kill steal rob and destroy he want to destroy your purpose before you even think about getting there that's why he's attacking so many of our children because he know if i can destroy that seed before it even get there he know it's going to be something romans 14 and 19 says let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another you guys you're going to win in god it's outside of god that you you're not necessarily going to win so again the word tells us let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbringing in another translation so when you do that um that means you have to be led by the holy spirit so many times we allow people into our life and sometimes they don't respond the way we think they should respond. And then when they don't respond that way, we become despondent because you didn't respond the way I thought you was going to respond. Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath ne- not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So even when things don't look the way you think they should look, understand for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, power, where death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, eat the fruit thereof. And he said, Oh, no man, nothing, but to love them. This, this is what we, God has called us to do. Love covers a multitude of sin. And if you just know that, you know what I can pursue and I will win the way God said, not what people say the way god said because so many times people want you to look like them people want you to sound like them but what about what god said i want to sound like god i'm not desiring to sound like people i'm not even trying to please people the word says in first thessalonians 5 and 8 but let us who are of the day be sober put it on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet the hope of salvation but god has not appointed us to wrap but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. You guys, everything, our purpose, our destiny, our happiness, everything is tied up in God. And, and the Holy Spirit is there to guide us to all truth until God come back. Because surely he's He's coming back. It could be any day. Make sure your heart is pure and your hands clean and you have confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of a life. It doesn't mean we're going to be perfect, but it does mean that we have an advocate, which is Jesus Christ. that's standing in the gap for us, for everything that we've ever done or everything that we could have done. You got to know that nothing is solid. Nothing is finished. Nothing is final until we die. So listen, let's make sure that you know who christ is and let's make sure you understand what role he plays in your life because when you understand that and you allow him to be who he is it changes everything in your life okay so first thessalonians i'm sorry first corinthians six nineteen and 20 says what know ye not that your body is the temple of the holy spirit which is in you which ye are of god that ye are not your own but you are bought with a price therefore glorify god in your body and your spirit which your gods so many times we think thinking we can say what we want to say we're thinking we can do what we want to do in our body but again when you confess christ this is christ's body now so again represent christ it doesn't matter where you are body mind soul and spirit the word of god gives us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness and it lets us know how and what we must do in order to receive the promises and the blessings of God. The word of God tells us that the blessings of God are yea and amen. So if they are yea and amen, that means that there are some conditions for us to do in order to receive the promise consistently. So many times we uh, talk one thing, but then we have a different thought in our mind. So let's not have those private thoughts to give God pause about what he say, because you can win pursuing God from his word and know that it's a fixed fight because he's already designed it and he's already defeated the enemy. Now the enemy is just sending his angels so that he can, uh, keep us distracted from the very things that God has called us to do. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if you know that he hear you, just like me, you know that your petitions are granted. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock. We need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.